Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you so very much for joining us as we take a look at the book. I hold in my hand a copy of my five-hour audio series on CD entitled Ishmael's Islamic Invasion. Islam is a very controversial issue today. You need to understand what God's Word has to say about Islam. Islam, a religion of the world, that's the fastest growing religion, by the way, throughout all of Europe and much of the United States. Well, we want to talk about the Islamic invasion, not only of the European Union member states, but also throughout all of the West and including the United States. This is a very important study that you need to be able to think through as we live in the days in which we find ourselves living. Since 9-11, this has been a key issue. So if you'll take a moment now, we'll listen to the Islamic invasion, and then we'll be back and tell you how you can get your own copy of this five-hour audio series on CD entitled Ishmael's Islamic Invasion. Let's now listen to our study, The Islamic Invasion. Chapter 11 of Daniel. Chapter 11 of Daniel. One of the most prophetic chapters in all of the scriptures. I want to show you a couple of things. Just touching base. I'm not exegeting going deep into this. I want to whet your appetite to study yourself. Chapter 11, verse 40. And at the time of the end, boy, you can't be any more specific than that, can you? At the time of the end, shall the king of the south push at him, and the king of the north shall come against him. Now, there's three personalities there, king of the south, king of the north, and him. I want to tell you this. In chapter 11 of the book of Daniel, I'm taking a shortcut. I'm cheating you. I'm not giving you the exegesis, but listen to me. If you want to debate the issue, we can spend the rest of the afternoon. Be happy. Take me to a steakhouse where I love filet mignon, medium rare, and we'll talk all afternoon. But, no, well, before I got into worldly things. Um, three personalities, him. King of the north, king of the south. Him, the pronouns, he, his, and him, from verse 36 to verse 45 of Daniel 11 is referring to the Antichrist. The king of the north and the king of the south, according to chapter 11, around verses 3, 4, 5, and 6, is referring to two peoples we know today, one of them known as Syria, the king of the north, and Egypt, the king of the south. You can study the history, thus the authenticity of what I'm saying in Daniel chapter 11 early on. King of the north, by the way, geographically, Syria, north of Jerusalem, Egypt, south of Jerusalem. King of the north, Syria, king of the south, Egypt. They're going to come at him. How do they come at him? They come at him because the Antichrist, in order to establish that seven-year period of time, the seven years upon which the Antichrist will rule and reign in Jerusalem. Let's say, folks, here's the rapture of the church, the seven-year tribulation, the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's seven years that he's going to rule and reign. He is, you know what starts this seven years? It's not the rapture. The rapture doesn't start the tribulation period. It doesn't start the seven years. It says, and he shall confirm a covenant with many for seven weeks. And in the midst of the week, for this, excuse me, for seven days, in the midst of the week, he controls everything on the earth by establishing a peace agreement with the Jewish people. And that starts the clock ticking. And he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he causes a sacrifice. So the seven years starts 
when he, and if I say to this dear lady, I'm going to protect you. There's some mean looking men in this building. I'll sign a contract to protect you. And then I leave after having signed a contract and she's attacked. It's like attacking me. Chapter 11, verse 41 says, and he, Antichrist, comes running into the glorious land. That's the Bible lands. That's the land of Israel. To defeat the enemies of the Jewish people because he confirmed a peace agreement. I just want to show you, look at the states. In the north, Syria. In the south, Egypt. Oh, by the way, look down here. He mentions a couple of more. Look in verse 43. But he shall have power over the treasures of the gold and silver and all the precious things of Egypt. And the Libyans and the Ethiopians shall be at his steps. Verse 44. But tidings out of the east and out of the north. Now we see two other states. Cush and Put, Ethiopia, Sudan, Somalia, modern day Arab states. Put, Libya. Go to chapter 38. Chapter 38 of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 38. Ezekiel chapter 38 mentions some states as well. In chapter 38, I know I'm quickly running through here. You can buy my tapes and play them back at slow speed. <laughs> chapter 38. Somebody said trying to listen to me is like trying to take a drink out of a fire hydrant. <laughs> that may be true. Son of man, set thy face, verse 2, chapter 38 against Gog in the land of Magog, and the chief prince of Meshach, Tubal, Gomer, and Tagarma, in verse 6. Meshach, Tubal, Gomer, Tagarma. Judy and I were just in modern-day Turkey, picked up an ancient Turkish map. Turkey was divided early on into four parts. Meshach, Tubal, Gomer, Tagarma. This is talking about modern-day Turkey. Look at verse 5. Persia. Persia, until 1922, was the name for the place where we know as modern-day Iran. But it also consisted of Afghanistan, Pakistan, and the stands to Uzbekistan, Uzbekistan, whatever the stands are, you know, those six regions of the former Soviet Union. That was Persia. And so we're seeing Persia, or Iran, and the stands, Ethiopia and Libya, those are pretty definite. We know. You see what I'm naming? I'll go to Jeremiah chapter 50 just a moment. Jeremiah chapter 50. In Jeremiah, God is giving Jeremiah prophecies against many nations. And I could spend the time going into these nations and developing them. I'm just trying to lay a basis of understanding for you. Jeremiah chapter 50. The word of the Lord speak against Babylon and against the land of the Chaldeans by Jeremiah the prophet. That is talking about modern day Iraq. Where is Babylon? It's located on the Euphrates River in modern-day Iraq, about 60 miles north from where the Euphrates and the Tigris come together before they flow in the Persian Gulf. So when you see Babylon in Scripture, not only here in Jeremiah 50 and 51, but in Revelation chapter 18, it's talking about a literal Babylon, which is literal modern-day Iraq. Literal modern-day Iraq will be a key player in the end times. Isn't it interesting? That's where we are today. Where we are today. Ooh, boy, this is good. You know what it says in Jeremiah 50 and 51 in seven locations? Babylon will be destroyed as if it never was. It'll be as Sodom and Gomorrah. That prophecy has never, ever been fulfilled. Never. Babylon has never been destroyed. It's still alive and well on planet Earth. Oh, one more, and we'll conclude this whole thing. Go to Psalm 83. 
Psalm 83 is a very interesting portion of Scripture. Psalm 83 is dealing basically with what we have been talking about in an alignment of nations that will come against Israel in the last days. And I would refer to this. You see, there was the promise of Messiah of a kingdom. There was problems for Muhammad because of the kingdom that was going to be set up by God. And the preparation by the Muslims in anticipation of this kingdom set up by God has been to confound these nations with something that would unite them. You don't unite Arab countries with anything else except one thing, religion. And let me show you. You got chapter 83 of the book of Psalm, chapter 83. It lists basically all the nations I've just been talking about, but it adds one more. Look at verse 6. The tabernacles of Edom. Oh, by the way, that's Esau's descendants. Chapter 35, and I've run out of time. Chapter 35 of Ezekiel, listen to me. Esau's descendants, the modern-day Palestinian people, which Malachi chapter 1 says will rise up in the last days, and God will call them the border of evil and will destroy them. Ezekiel chapter 35 says they will try to take by killing land that God has given to the Jewish people. Chapter 36, verse 5 of Ezekiel says, they will do it with joyful minds and a despiteful heart. The Palestinians, the tabernacles of Edom. And then look what it says. And the Ishmaelites. Ishmaelites. If you'd been here earlier, Ishmael went to Saudi Arabia known then as Arabia, chapter 25 of Genesis, verse 18, and set up a Bedouin, Mohammic, um, uh, uh, nomadic land. And thus, out of Saudi Arabia comes the heart of this alignment of nations coming against Israel in the last days. A kingdom that will be controlled by a religion as their ultimate goal to rule and have domination over the world. That's where Islam is. I just have got to close by looking at Daniel 2.24 with one final thought. Promise the final, final, final thought. Look what it says. Remember in Daniel... What did he say? He said that stone would come and destroy the Gentile world powers. But, 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 but what did he, wait a minute. What did he say would happen just before? You have the Babylonian Empire, the Medo-Persian Empire, the Grecian Empire, the Roman Empire, period of time, the revived Roman Empire. Those ten toes of iron and clay, those ten horns on Daniel Chapter 7's beast. Now look at chapter 2, verse 44. The interpretation God gives Daniel. What does it say? Chapter 2, verse 44. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up his kingdom. In the days of what kings? 
the revived Roman Empire. Oh, really? Are we in those days? President George W. Bush, today in Prague, Czech Republic, with NATO, expanding it by seven members, all countries in the original borders of the revived Roman Empire, and saying to these delegates in Prague, Czech Republic today, at United, excuse me, the NATO summit meeting, we must intensify our increase and updating of our military might for the European continent, which is a component of gelling the revived Roman Empire, which Antichrist uses in this seven-year period of time. And Daniel said, in the days of these kings, he comes to set up his kingdom. We're in those days. The kingdom is coming on the earth. And Satan, with his religiosity of Islam, trying to stop it. Father, the description, the detailed description, the divine detailed description defining the day of destiny found in your word is so, so definite that it helps us to see where we are and understand the reasons for the activities of the world we live in in Osama bin Laden, a Yasser Arafat, a Saddam Hussein, who threaten this world, part of the prophetic scenario laid out in your word, helping us to understand the times. Thank you, Lord. Allow us now to live in light of this truth. My precious name. A moment ago, I said that the terrorist attack of 9-11 in New York City, Washington, D.C., and the fields of Pennsylvania indeed did begin a new era. It was the beginning of the end, as I understand Bible prophecy. And Islam plays a key role in end-time events. You need to have your copy of Ishmael's Islamic Invasion. It's a five-hour audio series on CD that will look at Satan's dominion strategy, Ishmael's true legacy, Islam's satanic trio, the Islamic invasion, and Islam, the final solution. All of this available on Ishmael's Islamic invasion, this five-hour audio series on CD. If you'd like to get your own copy of it, call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. You can make your order that way, or you can go to our website, prophecytoday.com, but make certain that you get your copy of Ishmael's Islamic Invasion, the five-hour audio series on CD, a very important study that you need to have at this time in history. And by the way, 
Let me say thank you so much for joining us as we've taken a look at the book right here. We are thrilled when we have opportunity to take the Word of God, open it with you, and share the truths found therein. And of course, as we do that, we become more and more aware that Jesus Christ could come at any moment. He could shout, the archangel will shout, the trumpet of God will sound, and we'll be caught up to be with him forevermore. Oh, as I think about that, you know, that could happen at any moment. So there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...